0: Welcome to the Wealthy Wednesday Show. I'm Lucy McMonaco. I am the host, and I am on a movement to create this world a better place. If you are listening to this, please make sure that you share this episode with your friends, your family, and your tribe, because together, as a collaborative, we can all do our part to create conscious wealth, create conscious communities, and to make this world a better place. Stay tuned for our next featured guest. Welcome to the Wealthy Wednesday Show. This is your host, Lucy McMonagle, and today I'm so incredibly excited. We have Wani Iris Manley, who is an international speaker, a best-selling author of Get Out of the Survival Mode and Live the Life You Really Want. She's an abundance coach and an attorney. And she's on a mission to empower women to increase their abundance so that they can get A life that they want, and they can start enjoying the hell out of their life. So, Monnie, welcome to the Wealthy Wednesday Show.
1: Thank you so much, Lisa, for having me.
0: Wow, you are an attorney and you're an abundance coach, and, and your mission is so precious to help women to want to start getting the life that they want to get, to enjoy the life that they want. But, you know, what does it really take? In order to truly live the life that you really want?
1: Well, first of all, Lucy, I would say that it takes the commitment to actually give yourself permission to live that life. So many of us are living lives to impress our parents, particularly our fathers, and to get the love that we never received from our parents, right? And so a lot of us, you know, went through the path of trying to become a doctor, become a lawyer, either to make money and bro, essentially just to kind of get love from my parents. And so for me, what I have found, what I find in coaching my clients is that what it takes is actually giving yourself permission to live that life because so many of us did not have the freedom to actually to, to give that to ourselves. And so once you give yourself permission and then you have to have a really compelling vision, like what is your big Why? You know, for me, it was more about personal freedom because I always lived in a very restricted environment from the way my parents brought me up to the way I felt like I needed to be to be accepted. And so I never had like a you know a compelling why. I was like, you know, I want to live the life that I really want, not the life that make my parents proud. And so many of us are actually on that frequency of making our parents proud.
0: Mm, that is so incredibly true. And it takes a lot of discipline in one sense and, and we're, we, we grow up and we're, we're trained to think a certain way or we're trained to believe a certain thing. And that's called the mindset. So how, how does one cultivate a daily mindset practice that kind of gets us some actual physical results?
1: I'm so glad you asked that question because so many of us are on the spiritual path or a path of growth development, are caught up in this conundrum where we're doing all of this work, but we don't really have the actual physical results. I mean, there are a lot of broke spiritual entrepreneurs and how I know because I used to be very much one of those people, you know, and I was doing all the things, doing all the mantras and all the retreats, but at the end of the day, I was still manifesting lack, scarcity, and limitation. And so what I tell people, what I treat my clients is that you have to have two things. Number one, you need to be looking at your blocks, and then you also need to also be looking at it in this sense of creation mode. What a lot of us on the spiritual realm try to, or we, we end up falling into spiritual la-la land where we're just constantly on this path of seeking and searching and looking at our blocks, and we're just kind of like marinating and then we keep manifesting, digging and looking when you, I mean, what we put our attention on at your experience because we're looking at your blocks, which it is necessary, you're gonna keep manifesting that. And so I would say to people, it's like, first of all, you have to look at your self-worth, your desirability, because at the end of the day, if you really wanted something you would have and what's keeping you from actually having, it's not some external outside force. It's actually whether you believe you deserve it or not. And so I say skip all the other, you know, hooplas or trying to figure out what the main cause and say, you know what, do I really believe that I deserve this? And when you really kind of look at that and see that what the resistance is, it becomes much easier to kind of wipe out all the other limiting beliefs that we have. And then I will also say to you, you must be looking at the version of yourself that you want to become in order today and begin to become that person right now because you know our mind has to have like a vision of our ultimate self and you have to be you have to be on a daily basis connecting with that, that sense of who you are you have to be looking at you know if I say for example like in a coaching industry everybody wants to make 10 you know 10 5 figure months right you have to ask yourself if I was making 10 figures or 10 you know $10,000 right now in this in this moment what do i have to be believing what would i what would my daily choices be like how early would i be waking up and begin to kind of feed your mind like those behaviors those beliefs those attitudes those affirmations and it has to be a a balancing of the two and it has to be consistent
0: Hmm. consistency is a lot of the key along with persistence So, you know, as these individuals are they're looking at this is the person I want to become, this is how I want to do, and what what kind of I what kind of things do they have to overcome in like let's say they, they're starting their daily affirmations, they're just starting the path, they're starting to try to overcome being underpaid. And they're going towards getting paid what they're worth, but how do they know what they're worth if they've already been stewed in this this poverty mindset?
1: Well, the thing is that we have to look at ourselves and to see our value. And without really seeing your value, it's really hard to earn what you feel like you're actually worth. And I like to tell people is like you have to like look at the miracle, um, the gift that we really each and us really are. Because no matter what. There is only one of Lucy. There's only one of me. No matter who you are, whether you have children, they look exactly like you. There is no other imprint on this planet, and there never ever will be. If that is not profound enough, and then I don't really quite know what is, you know. And so from that, you have to see that you have an intrinsic value that is only unique to you, and the world needs what you have to, you know, what you have to share in whatever way that comes across for you, how you like to express yourself. And so, you know, as I, as I have found it from my own journey with my clients doing is that the issue of money and the issue of abundance, it really comes down to self-worth and self-deserving. You, know, you know, what do you believe about yourself? What do you believe you deserve to actually have? And it's just like you have to start looking at yourself and say, you know what, this is, this is the one life that I actually have right now. Am I going to waste it? you know, not really believe in myself and not really allow myself to actually use this life for something greater than just the struggle to be in poverty. And you also have to look at your beliefs. And it's just like, at the end of the day, one of my favorite quotes is very simple by Henry Ford. Whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're correct. When I first heard that, it, I mean, it's very simple, right? But it's just quite profound because life is literally an evidence of just showing you what it is that you believe about yourself. And whatever you tell in life, or the universe is going to reflect back to you. And so I said, you know what? Why don't I tell a better story? You know? And it's like, why not tell the story that you actually want to have rather than, than the, than the the muck that we find ourselves in. And with this day and age with so much available to us, there's really no excuse, I find, you know, unless there's just a, a conscious choice to kind of, to, you know, to, to stay where you are. One of my favorite models is either, you know, shift or you won't survive.
0: Mm-hmm. That's so true. And as, as spiritual people who are listening to this, a lot of spiritual people believe in this thing called karma, is there is there such thing as money karma? And if there is, how do you clear that money karma and still start living the life that you really want to live?
1: Sure, there is karma. And if the first thing we have to look at, you know, as as Eastern teachers have come over to the West, it's become very... Um, in a sense, bastardized. It's become barbecue. We've taken like you know lifetimes of philosophies and reduced it to like you know a 20-minute yoga class, right? <laughs> and so you know karma. We see karma there quite differently as Easterners do. Like you know we look at it as retribution, right? An eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. But what karma really is is your beliefs. It's your feelings. It's your thoughts. It's your attitudes. Whatever you're believing to be true in this moment that is what your karma is. And so there's relationship karma, there's money karma, there's a health karma, and it's just all made up of whatever beliefs that you're caring about yourself. And so to some extent, we all have karma, in, you know, for everything. So whether you have good money karma, bad money karma. So most of us, the 99% house in the world have bad money karma because you know we were at some point heard that money was the root of all evil that you know it takes a, what was it a, you know, a camel to go through like a needle then a rich man to get to heaven so we have all of these limiting beliefs that we heard from our well-meaning adults that to this day is just actually like it's you know it's created our financial paradigm and so we have to do the inner work to begin to clear that and how do you become aware of what your relationship is with money? We were all taught that money was just paper and that the way to actually attain it is by working, working really hard. But how is that working out for the average person? I mean, if you look Miami, I'm in Miami right now, it's full of construction. I mean, I don't know anybody who works harder than a construction worker and they're working for 10, 12, 15, to 15 bucks an hour. So clearly the answer isn't working hard. And so we have to do the inner work to see, first of all, One way that actually the 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 quickest way I, I teach is that number one you have to challenge it. These beliefs that we have our karma is just running on autopilot because we haven't sat down to look and challenge. Say like really, is it really true that I have to work hard to receive money? Because and I can. There's tons of examples of you know of people that are working super hard but are poor. So clearly it cannot be it. And so you begin to actually challenge that and then you begin to to institute different beliefs that actually serves you with repetition, with feeling, with emotion and consistency, you then begin to clear and you find yourself living a new a new reality, one that's just much more enjoyable and that you deserve.
0: Yes, absolutely. And and individuals that that are on this path. And a lot of individuals that listen to the Wealthy Wednesday show, they're spiritual individuals, and they belong to spiritual communities. And I've noticed throughout the 20-plus years that I've been working with abundance and wealth and helping people manifest through their guardian angels that the spiritual communities tend to be broke. They tend to perpetuate being broke. And how can we fix this?
1: You know, I feel like we're being forced to do what the current um, astrological transits and what 2018 going in the next five years about because everything is changing as you're quite sure, sure are aware, and that again going back to this, you either shift or you won't survive. You know, and so we have to start looking at that money is very divine, mm-hmm. money is very spiritual, that it is our divine birthright to be abundant, that we're not here to struggle, to just to pay bills and just to live and to work and not to be able to join, have pleasurable lives. And that there's nothing is wrong with money, but there's so much, you know, money is very neutral, you know, which is why quote unquote, some bad or people have money and quote unquote, some, you know, good people have money. It's a very neutral energy. We have to change it when we actually look at money and see that it's an energy. And it's a reflection of our energy and how we feel about ourselves. And so, and to realize that we can do so much more with, well, I give the example of Oprah Winfrey, even Amma, for that instance, you know, um, the Huggins thing from India. Amma has Mother Teresa. They have amassed millions have huge platforms and are doing quite very spiritual work in, in the world and changing lives and transforming consciousness, but there's just no way they can do it without money. And we have to see that we're not serving anyone or any godlike force by being poor, by being, by struggling with money, because it takes up so much energy to be in that survival and primal fear. And it's like, we can't do our work. We cannot be light workers and be illuminated consciousness if, we're a constant, if our energy is just sucked in with how to pay bills, how to keep the light on. And so... It's time to rise above all of that. And it's just that it's, it's, it never did serve you. It's like, even if it does, if it, you know, for me, and I was there, and I speak from experience, but I just saw that. I was like, this is ridiculous. Like, why would I, there's this, there's, I mean, look at, look at everything in the world. There's only abundance. Why would I not allow myself to actually have that? And so we really have to step and say, you know what? It's conscious human beings, everything is, I mean, money is, is here as a tool for us to actually bring our work into the world. It's time
0: yes absolutely and a lot of the individuals that are in the spiritual community they're starting to step up and bring their work into the world and they're starting to you know create online businesses they're starting to create offline businesses but one of the things that a lot of people in the spiritual community bump into is, hey, do you want to exchange? Can you talk a little bit about that? And then we're going to talk a little bit on how you have this incredible gift to help individuals.
1: Sure. The whole concept of bartering and exchange, which I have never been a part of, and I just I just, I don't do that, you know. And, again, it just comes to valuing who you are because you know I keep maybe that's like a broken record but I just want to harp on with your audience is that everything comes down to your self-worth and which just and it's that money is currency it, this is a it's something that's a necessity and that when you know who you really are you will not discount your work you will not be bargaining and, ex, and, and exchanging um, you know to, I don't know what's the word but um, services for that it's like you know there's give yourself value you know and Yes, you can do pro bono work. Yes, you can do volunteer work. But you know what? It's okay to charge for spiritual work. There's this stigma that you're supposed in, in the act of service and sadhana and giving and seva, that you're not supposed to be charging for it. But it's okay for, say, Nike to make a gazillion dollars. And it's like, what's the difference, you know? And so it's just always archaic thinking of generational, you know, limited thinking. We just have to get rid of that and start to see place of value on our work. It's like, you know, again, it starts within here. When you begin to look at yourself and say, you know what, I am worthy. I'm a child of God of the universe, of course. you know." I always say, like, get into the of course energy. Of course I'm worth this. Of course I'm gonna charge that. And you know what, this is my price. You know, For me, it's a little bit easy. I, I think because as an attorney, I'm a corporate business lawyer. I'm just used to working with people who are used to paying lawyers. There's not this haggling of back and forth. And so for me, it's just an energy. It's, it's a very low vibrational energy of his exchange, you know, it's like, I'm not saying do not give out a helping hand, but don't let your business, for, your business structure be exchange and bartering. Hmm.
0: Yes, that's true. And then you have the abundance manifesto, 111 ways to increase your abundance. Can you tell us a little bit more about this? And how can individuals get this?
1: Sure, this is my baby. It's a uh, 20, I think it's a 21 to 24, to, 24 PDF guide of 111 ways in which you can start doing right now to increase your abundance because abundance is all around us they're all If is you're not really experiencing it there's something that's within you that's actually resisting and so i give 111 ways you can actually do that for example by standing up you know and doing a power pose and just saying i am abundant you know um by you know looking and just kind of sending blessings to people and just all just, these are different uh, inner exercises uh well, can do that it put you in the flow of receiving and you know, of receiving abundance. And you can actually find that at freeabundancemanifesto.com.
0: All right, so individuals can get the Abundance Manifesto at free, F R E E, abundance, A B U N D A N C E, manifesto, which is M A N I F E S T O.com. Yes. Absolutely. So if you're listening to this, please make sure you go to freeabundancemanifesto.com and get your free guide so that you can start living the life that you want to start living. And it'll give you some tips and strategies on ways that you can truly start increasing your abundance and enjoy what you want to get out of life. So can you tell us, if there's any last tips that you would like to give our audience before we say our farewells.
1: The one thing I want to leave your audience with is that I just want you to treasure yourself. I want you to see yourself right now as a beautiful, talented, gorgeous person that you are that's worthy of having what it is that you want. And you begin to be in an energy of yes, of course, I deserve everything that you want, you will be able to command it into your life. You don't have to work hard for anything. You don't have to do any kind of penance like that, but just to see yourself for the intrinsic value that you are and things begin to fall into your life. Because without that, life will continue to be a struggle, unfortunately. You owe it to yourself.
0: Absolutely. And I agree with you wholeheartedly that looking at your value in starting to truly understand that you deserve to have the life that you want, you desire, and the life that you truly enjoy. So I want to thank you for being on the Wealthy Wednesday show. This has been, a, it's just so phenomenal. I'm, I'm so excited. We've got so many tips and strategies for individuals that are really going to make a difference in their lives, but more importantly, make a difference in other people's lives. So thank you for being a guest.
1: Thank you so much for having me and thank you for the platform and congratulations with the success of the show and continued blessings to you and your audience.
0: Thank you. And I want to thank you my audience. You are the reason why I have the Wealthy Wednesday show every single week and I'd love it if you'd get a hold of me on social media, look up Lucy McMahonicle and let me know what do you think? Let me know what kind of topics you would like me to have for The coming years and the coming months. And also, if you want to be a guest, make sure you get a hold of me to see if you would be the right guest. So, until next time, abundant blessings. Are you ready to change your money flow? Would you like to get beyond the six figures that you keep bumping up against? Well, let me tell you my book, Magical Money Manifestations, is going to help you create money manifestations on autopilot so that you will have more money, more freedom, and more joy in your life. Go to MagicalMoneyManifestations.com to find out more information. Thank you for listening to another edition of the Wealthy Wednesday Show. I'm your host, Lucy McMonigle, and I'd really appreciate it if you would share this with your friends, your family, your tribe, And let other people know that the Wealthy Wednesday show is creating a movement to make this world a better place. And we rely on you to get the word out so that we can create mass influence. So until next time, Abundant Blessings.